Hey, man. Hey, it's Sundays with Scott again. I'm so glad to be back with, with you guys. Uh, I pray that you've had a wonderful week. Um, and, uh, I, you know, for all you guys who like football, football is back. I saw a really funny thing on Facebook the other day. There was this squirrel, and he was holding his, his paws up in the air, and it said, football is back, my brothers. Can I get an amen? <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cute. But anyway, all you guys who like sports and football, I'm sure you're happy um, that, uh, that it's back. And uh, I'm glad to be back with you today. And uh, thank you very much for all the comments that uh, we re I received uh, from last week's podcast. I, I do encourage you guys to uh, and, and uh, really charge you um, to, to uh, email me at uh, scott at livingitup.org or to uh, go to our Facebook page at Living It Up, beginning again. And I uh, would love to hear from you, you know, love for you to like our ministry. Uh, just push like on our ministry page and, uh, and uh, join us in spreading the gospel all around the world. Yeah, you know what, guys? Also, uh, let your ladies know that on October the 17th, uh, our women's ministry uh, ran by my lovely and beautiful wife, uh, Teresa. Uh, she, we, we are having a, an event on October the 17th, and uh, we'd like for your wives to be a part of that. Um, it's going to be a great event. Uh, my wife is a wonderful uh, uh, speaker, and she's really uh, extremely passionate about Jesus. And um, it's going to be a great time. We're going to feed the ladies, have great praise and worship, and uh, hopefully some words of wisdom. And uh, so anyway, if, if you are interested in uh, having your wife be in the event, you're welcome to email me at scott.livingitup.org, and we will shoot them an email. Uh, on the, the ministry date and where it's going to be held at. So anyway, thank you so much for, for letting your wives know about the event. And we uh, look forward to getting your emails. Well, listen, men, today we're going to talk about a subject um, called Real Men Trust. And trust goes a long ways, a long ways. Uh, to, but today we're going to talk about trusting in God, trusting in the Lord. We're going to back this up. To, I'm going to back this up today by Matthew 11:28 through 29. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Uh, that that sound in the background is my my beautiful and uh, little uh, wife and. Uh, my little dog, you know, who are fighting right now. So I apologize for any growling going on. <laughs> well, listen, guys, real men trust in the Lord with all their heart. Man, we don't depend on our own understanding. I mean, guys, I'm telling you right now, I tried to do that for 41 years of my life. It didn't work. Okay. We allow the Lord to direct all of our ways. Real men humble themselves to the Lord and come to the realization that they are not all that in a bag of chips. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you're, you know, guys, sometimes uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're boasting ourselves up, you know, a lot and, and uh, think we're, we're all that and uh, everything that's going on good in our lives is because we're, we're so great 
and uh, and uh, and talented. You know what? A lot of it may be that you we're, we're talented and gifted in some ways. But guys, when you when you give it to Jesus, and and you realize that Jesus is the reason of your good fortune, and for you getting through the times that you just didn't think you could get through. That's when you become a real man. When you trust in Jesus with all your heart. You know, for, like I said earlier, for 41 years, I didn't, I didn't trust in Jesus. I had a lot of trust issues as a, as a young child. My parents uh, separated when I was young. Um, I lost trust in my father. Um, I lost trust in relationships growing up. And, and to be quite honest with you, I lost trust in God. And when I was 41, I gave my life completely and solely to Jesus Christ. And that day, he taught me about trust. He's the first person I ever trusted. And he's the only person that you need to trust. Because you know what they say, just be around people long enough and they're going to let you down. But Jesus is never going to let you down. Well, listen, guys, some of you know this and some of you don't know this. But uh, uh, several years ago, um, well, let me, let me kind of give you a little background. I've had probably five to six surgeries on a hernia. And uh, I'd say probably more than half of those surgeries, I've had to go back in the hospital um, for complications, whether it be staph, uh, bowel obstruction, whatever the case may be. Well, this one was the last hernia operation that I had. And this one here consisted of a bowel obstruction. I had my hernia uh, surgery. Everything seemed to go pretty well. Came home. I was a little uncomfortable, but, you know, to be expected. I mean, I just, you know, they just, it wasn't a normal hernia surgery. I mean, they cut me, you know, a lot, and and uh, so I was sore. But after about four days, I mean, I just was really cramping up, man. I just, you know, gosh, I just felt, felt miserable. So I, I, I told, uh, you know, Teresa, you know, she looked at me, and I said, well, honey, I think we might need to go back in. You know, just let them look at this. So I did, and I, I was in excruciating pain. You know, I mean, I, I, I can't even describe it. And so when I got there, uh, I was waiting to be seen. They saw what kind of shape I was in. They came and got me out of the waiting room, um, did some x-rays and what have you, CAT scan. And they saw that I had a horrible bowel obstruction. They were actually, and, I, and this went on for several days um, while I was in the hospital. And they had to just make a decision were they going to do surgery or not whether they're going to take care take out some of my bowel i mean this was this was serious stuff well they decided since i just had surgery that they didn't want to do that and so they're going to try other avenues well the second night that i was there um it was something i have never experienced before in my life it was a war of demonic proportions. You know, I don't remember a whole lot of that day, but Teresa said it was a war zone that Satan was trying to seize. My pain man was off the chart, and I was weak in my flesh as I've ever been. 
My wife sent out prayer requests, and many people were trusting in the Lord for the battle to end. I do remember laying in my bed in a fetal position and screaming for hours and just saying, Jesus, you've got to take care of this. Lord, please take care of this. And just calling out to Jesus and crying out to him. Well, my wife left that evening and um, to, go, to go back home and get some sleep. And, and uh, the next day she came back uh, not knowing what to expect. You know, we're going to have surgery. You know, what's going to go? What's going to, is Scott still screaming? Well, she came back, and I was in the restroom, and I walked out in my street clothes. And immediately she just teared up because it, it, it was a miracle. Guys, I'm telling you right now. Jesus entered the room and Satan vanished. And the next day I started getting better. Why? Because I trusted in Jesus. That's exactly why. And my wife sending out prayer requests and others around trusting in, in God. You know, Satan tried to have a stronger hold on me. But as always, he forgot that I trust in God. And because of this, I am victorious through Christ. In the scripture that I, that I read earlier, Jesus tells us that he wants us to, to, he wants to give us rest. He wants us to learn from him. He wants us to find rest for our souls through him. We all go through trials in our life, and it's not as easy. And it's not easy by any means. You know, the Bible is an instruction, man, for us to learn. Okay, Jesus didn't just speak, just to speak. God the Father didn't instruct men and women of the Bible to, to write what they did, just to write. It was for us. It was for us to get wisdom, to get knowledge, and to trust in Him. You know, guys, you might be go, going through a, a trial right now. And you're very, very weak in the flesh. Remember, trust in God. And he will give you the strength to endure and be victorious. You know, the more we trust in God, the more he can do for us and through us. But on the other, other hand, though, a lack of faith and perseverance and, and will prevent God from working his healing in our life and in the lives of our loved ones. Guys, I told you that story for a simple reason. My charge for you this week is to learn to trust in Jesus. Guys, you got to be humble. Our humility is what he loves. When I was in that hospital, and I put my trust in completely and solely that Jesus was going to heal me, that's when he healed me. When I tried to take care of it myself, I just, I just lay there and screamed. Men, I'm going to say something, and I hope you don't take it the wrong way. But when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up, man? Jesus is right there. He wants to do great things for you. 
He wants to bring you through trials. You know, I was at a funeral. My wife and I were yesterday. A friend of mine from college passed away. I have to have trust that Jesus is going to heal his family. And I pray that they will have trust as well. Well, here's how you trust in him. Are you listening? You need to give your life to him. And your whole heart to him. That's how you trust in him. Because once you do that, and Jesus knows you do, whew, man, I tell you what, your life is going to change forever. I praise God that I am part of his family. I praise God because I trusted in him. I met my beautiful wife who loves Jesus. And we love Jesus together as a couple. So, men, if you've never given your life to Jesus, man, this is, this is your chance right now. And you know what? A lot of you guys might have said it when you were younger. And you might have thought you meant it. But you might be listening to me right now, and you might be going, you know what, man? I never gave my heart to him. I never gave my everything to him. I'm talking about giving everything to Jesus. Your, your whole heart, your mind, and your soul. Okay? I'd like for you to do that right now. So if you would please bow your head wherever you are. If you're driving right now, pull over just for a minute on the side of the road. If you're at work or, or, or whatever the case, wherever you are, you know, on, on, on this Sunday, just pull over just for a second and pray with me. Please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for being my Savior. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, I know my sins are forgiven if I ask you from a sincere heart. Lord, please forgive me of all my sins. Lord, today, I put my trust in you. Today, I give you my mind, my heart, my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, men, I am so happy for all you men who just gave your life to Jesus. If you've never done that before, I mean, your salvation is secure, okay? And now it's time to start working on your sanctification. What do I mean by that? You know, start reading the scripture every day. You know, you may have a pastor that puts out a scripture. I have a, you know, a, a pastor that puts out a scripture. I'll read that every day. My lovely wife, she puts out wonderful devotions every day. You know, we can sign you up on, you know, on that, you know, if you get on our Facebook page. I mean, very encouraging devotions, you know, for, to get you into the Word of God. And then, and then, you know, the scriptures that we give you, then you can, then you can read the scriptures yourself and see how God speaks to you. So, guys, email me at scott at livingitup.org or go on our Facebook page, Living It Up Beginning Again, and let us know. I just gave my life to Jesus because it says if you confess it to men, then, then, I, then you're confessing it to me. So Jesus wants you to confess that you have just given your life to him, to someone else. And we would be privileged if you did that with us. 
Well, man, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope you have as well. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Uh, I look forward to this. I really do every, every Sunday. And don't forget, tell your wives, tell your wives, guys, October 17th, a great women's ministry event. Listen, I want you all to have a great Labor Day. And uh, enjoy yourself. You know, if, you, if you're having to work on Labor Day, enjoy yourself anyway. <laughs> well, listen, we love y'all. And, uh, and, I, and I certainly look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, keep living it up while beginning again. <laughs>